And we're back for another episode of the Picard Pick 6 podcast featuring Alec Byersdorf. It's great to be here. Terrible week for both of us, 2-4, 2-3-1, and, four, two, three and one, but loving the board this week. And loving, loving the board. I, I just, I can't, I, it's tough for me to even narrow my picks to just six. That's how much I love the board. Yeah, so uh, big news though, we are going Huge. to be the, the Vookie app uh, who sponsors this wants us to dabble in with the NFL. So with that being said, each week we're going to a new little thing. We're just going to talk about each of our pick sixes. We're going to go rapid fire. We're going to spend minute to three minutes on each one, whether we agree, disagree, if we have the same ones, uh, not the same ones. We don't know each other's um, pick six for college football, but then turn it, the, 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 twist is in the nfl we're each going to give three different picks so we know each other's picks there so we're not giving the same ones we're each going to pick three so as a show we're going to give six total picks for the nfl six each for each of us for the college football um this way we can kind of incorporate we're going to try to keep it everything under you know 35 minutes a lot less rambling on uh we just want to give you our thoughts give you our picks give us our trends and then in addition to that on thursdays i'll hop on ig or on Saturday mornings, Sunday mornings, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about lines. I'll talk about you know what game is on Thursday. I might not give a pick. So like Thursdays, the Cardinals, Packers, I might not have a say in what goes into that. I might not have a feel. But I'll at least give you information where the public's on, who's betting, are the sharps on which side, is the public on one side. Give you all those it, it details behind everything. So um, that's it. Exciting stuff. We're yeah. trying to revamp uh Make it make the program a little bit better, and and hopefully you know keep it uh, clear and concise. Get you the information that you, the listeners, are looking for, and uh, can give you some of that information to hopefully make you uh, lethal when you're placing those bets, whether it's on the Vookie app or uh, with your local bookie, or or even some of the national bookies that are out there. So uh, let's get right into it. Yeah, and and oh, one more thing, I, I'll say this: when you're trying, like obviously Alec and I are cold right now. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not cold. We we're not in the plus money. The last couple of weeks, I was three 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 two four three three two four. So I'm not doing so hot. I would say, if you don't believe me or you don't like what I'm saying, just take the other pick. You know, I'm here to just give you the information that I think. If I'm been an idiot the last month, just just fade me. Make money that way. I'm okay with people fading me. If you make money, I'm losing money. But you're loving the show. I don't really care. I love that. Just listen, download, do all that stuff. So that's that's why I'm here. Um, give my thoughts on everything, give you some information, some trends. So um, I'm going to try to always talk about a big game of the week that I want, a trend of the week I'll give a pick for that I'm seeing. So that's where I'm at. So first game, um, we might have some of the similar picks in the pick six. So um, for East for college football. So the first one is Michigan, Michigan State, the biggest game of the year or the, this this week. Uh, Michigan State is now minus or plus four and a half over under 50 and a half. I like Michigan in this. Yeah, I, it's also in my pick six. I love Michigan here. Um, I think, you know, I do think Michigan State is, they're obviously a good team, right? They're undefeated. They're top 10, playing at home. But I think Michigan over the last three to four weeks have have evolved their game. And I think it, it kind of started with that Nebraska game. Um, I was reading a stat that Cade McNamara's most passing attempts in the first three or four weeks was 16 and he, in the last three or four weeks, has at least had 27 
uh, passing attempts. So I think they're becoming a more balanced offense. I think it's starting to show. Obviously, their defense speaks for itself. Um, you know, other than really the Nebraska game, they didn't really haven't really shown many weak spots on that side of the ball. I think uh, Michigan handles this, even though they're going on the road. Yeah, and and so a couple of trends that you want to go for is. Uh, obviously, the last few games, Mich- a few times these two teams have played each other. Michigan State has covered, I think, 11 out of the last 13. Um, they won the last time these two teams played. Michigan State won. Now, Michigan State, Michigan last year was awful. The year before, they weren't that. They for Michigan standards weren't that great. I love Michigan in this situation though because. I think their defense is far superior to Michigan State's defense. That defense is legit. A lot of pros on that team. The offense, Michigan State offense, has obviously statistically been a little better than Michigan, but they're both very similar style teams. They're going to run the ball. They're going to try to establish the run. They're going to try to beat you up front. And then defensively, they're both very good defensive teams. But I just think Michigan's defense is elite, where I think Michigan State's defense is good. good. Like, very yeah, good. I agree. But that's the difference. I think offensively i think they're pretty similar i just trust michigan's offense against michigan state's defense a lot more than i trust the other way so uh that's my pick michigan we're both on michigan both on minus michigan. four and a half yep all right next pick i have so since it'll be one one i'll go again i love Rutgers minus one and a half versus illinois at illinois um two reasons why i like this Rutgers as a favorite this year two and one um who knows who's playing quarterback for Illinois? It is not. It has actually been announced today. It is Brandon Peters. It is Brandon um, Peters. Ar- Arthur, or whatever his name is, is out. I yeah, think he broke his, yeah, he's he out for a while. their third yeah. string. But Peters has gotten hurt a couple of times. Yeah. He's played bad. He's at bench. I think the reason why I like records in this, one, I think they're a little bit better team. But two, big letdown spot for Illinois. Coming off that big nine overtime, awful performance of football that I saw in that overtime. Very ugly. But it's a big, a big spot. Last time Illinois came off a big win, the first game of the year for them, beating Nebraska. Um, they had a big letdown spot against UTSA uh, the very next week. UTSA, though, is good. Is good. Yeah, but UTSA handled them handily. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and so I, I love this spot for Rutgers. I think their offense is a little better. I think their both defenses are, are the similar. Um, so I like Rutgers in this, minus one and a half. I'm going to push back a little bit. Um, obviously, I'm just going with the trends. Rutgers started out the year 3-0. and Obviously, they... You know, people were like, "Wow, you know, they're they're you know, he's got the team rolling. Uh, Graciano's got, you know, getting his piece, starting to get pieces together. Last four weeks, now, granted, they have probably played the four best, four of the best defenses in the Big Ten, but they've not scored more than thirteen points. Uh, they're other than they have other than the Michigan game at Michigan, middle of or I guess late in September." Um, they have not even been within. I mean, they, their closest game is, was last week or two weeks ago now, um, when they lost by 14 to Northwestern. Which Northwestern is not an impressive team. Now, granted, obviously they've been playing very good teams. They lost to Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State. So those are you know respectable yeah. losses. Northwestern could be, maybe it's an outlier. I don't know, but Illinois' injuries do cause me to be a little bit concerned. If Peters goes out and they're now at their third string quarterback, Rutgers should win away and handle this game pretty pretty easily even though it's at illinois not really a home field advantage when you're yeah. playing there in champaign all right your second pick uh, my second pick i'm going with uh pit pit panthers um obvious minus nine and a half minus nine actually minus nine when i last saw it, it might be a, and that was about two hours ago it might be okay. at nine and a half now it is nine and a half now um reason for that obviously they come off a huge win their offense is electric um i'm high this week on offenses uh i i find spots where i think a team, a team like Pitt 
last week they beat Clemson. They beat Clemson pretty handily, but they put up points on their defense. Now, maybe Clemson's defense isn't as great as we hyped it up to be, but I still think they are a very one of the best defenses in the ACC, if not the best. Yeah, okay. no, yet. Pitt's offense is the best offense in the ACC. Uh, Wake Forest? Maybe, <laughs> maybe Wake Forest. We'll see when they start actually when Wake plays a couple other teams. $800 billion dollar, uh, defense. We pay yeah. money for the U.S. and we have that kind of defense. And we can't me. stop. We can't stop <laughs> no, them. No, <laughs> no, exactly. But to the point is, I, I think, you know, at nine points um, early, it opened up at 12 and a half and it's down. I love it under 10. Um, I think that uh, Pickett's he's legit. I mean, he's a Heisman. He's a Heisman true top five candidate that I think will continue to grow. Pitt beating Clemson, I think it's going to give them the belief like, wow, we we if they run the table and they do it handily, maybe they have an argument to get in the playoff. Who knows? That's so early, but I love their offense. I don't think Miami's uh, defense will stop them. Miami's offense might score a little bit, but Pitt's, Pitt's defense too is also pretty good. I like them here by two scores. Um, yeah. I'd be shocked if it if it is a single digit game. Nine, nine and a half at Pitt. Yeah, at Pitt home. Nine and a half is is a lot. Um, coming off the big win against Clemson, I, it, the the thing that scares me about a lot of these ACC teams, like the NC States of the world, that just lost um, last weekend, or they've never been in this position where yep. oh they're now the favorites. They're coming off the win that they got through Clemson, so they win out. They're going yep. to the ACC championship. They go eleven and one. There's a chance that you could, if a couple other teams fall, there's a chance maybe you're at least in the talks for the uh, championship, the college football playoffs. That they've never been there. That they have a big letdown spot like NC State did last week. And that's the only thing that scares me about like taking Absolutely. those teams is you just don't you just there's they've never been here so we don't know we don't know uh but i just go back to taking the best player on the field yep in those situations um he is legit he has put up numbers all year long did it against clemson uh, the best defense he will face all year um i don't see why they don't score 35 points and their defense is good enough i think they hold um i, I don't even know the miami's new quarterback's name since it's the backup i don't think that miami scores more than three touchdowns so uh, i like pit there all right, perfect. All right, my third pick is this is a trend pick. I've started from day one. If you follow the podcast, looking at the lowest under and the highest total over. Again, last week, the highest total was like 78. It fell in the under again by like 20 points. It wasn't even close. This is strictly one of those trend picks. There's no research. It's it's only the trend I've been following. Charlotte versus Western Kentucky over under 73. I'm taking the under. All right. The again, it's one in seven on the total older, so the under's gone under seven out of the last eight weeks in these. This is not a trend where Vegas gets to see, oh, well, they're very good, but normally Pittsburgh plays tough, like X team plays tough on the road at this team, or this home team usually struggles at here. So take the, you know, the, the spread's a little different. It should be a 20 point spread. It's actually 11, which is crazy because. Of the team play strong. This is this is a trend that Vegas just doesn't even look at because they don't look at oh the highest over of every week's gone under. Let's lower the over. No, they look at both teams and they make their decision based on both teams' strengths. So this is a trend where Vegas can't really get behind or doesn't really uh, mess with the numbers. So again, this is strictly the trend pick. The highest over is seventy three in the Charlotte Western Kentucky game. I'm taking the under. Both high point offenses, but you just need a couple stops in that game. Yeah. No, you All need right. a couple stops. You just need a couple, truthfully, just a couple of, of plays just not they, just to string together the clock moving. And, yeah. uh, you know, I think it's it's very, you know, the 
it's rare that games go that high. When they go that high, they're not expected to. Yep. You know, a la Wake Forest Army last week, the over-under was at 54, and they scored mm-hmm. like 124. So yeah. when games go that high, it's just... It's just one of those days. So, yep. yeah, I like the pick. Third pick. You're- uh, mine, I like Iowa State minus seven. Um, you know, when you're looking at uh, teams against the spread, they're not anything special. They're three and four, had a slow start, um, didn't even cover last week against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, I think, was very underrated by the public. Um, I do think, you know, a three-point win at home is nothing special, but I think it's still a good victory. I look at West Virginia. Uh, over the last month, they beat TCU 29-17. TCU might have the worst defense that I've seen in a long time from a, a respectable program. Um, I love Iowa State's offense. I think they're, they're trending in the right direction. You know, if you, if you were to take away the first, really their first loss of the year against Iowa, you know, you're looking at, at a, a special teams play away from beating Baylor at Baylor. It, you know, you're talking about a six and one team that, has the ability to run the table and get themselves. Iowa in State the- does this every year. They come in with high hopes. People talking about them could win the Big Twelve. They lose early on. People forget, and they end up finishing nine and three, ten and two. Yeah, and they're, every and they're a good every, team. And then we talk about them next year. We're like, oh, they're a top ten. Oh, team. they're yeah. they're trending in the right direction. Yeah. yeah, and so, so I I think you know West Virginia look at a team overall that's three and four. Um, you know they beat TCU by twelve, lost to Baylor by twenty five, lost to Texas Tech, which really isn't. I'm indifferent on by three. Lost Oklahoma back in the Spencer Rattler days. Um, I like Iowa State here. I think they're training the right direction. Right. Um, giving up a touchdown doesn't scare me. All right, All right this one I'm picking. Uh, we have Purdue plus seven and a half versus Nebraska over under fifty two and a half. I'm picking Purdue. I'm strictly picking against Nebraska in this situation. One because I watch more Nebraska football than I ever have in my life because of you. You're welcome. They are. They find new ways to, to, lose. to lose. They should never be favored. And they might win by 30th game, but they. I don't care. They should never be favored against another d- good opponent, decent yeah. to good opponent by more than a touchdown ever. And I don't care that they're home. This is one, I think, I think Purdue had a big letdown spot last week. I think Wisconsin has also sneaky kind of figured it out. So they're actually playing pretty well. And they obviously could be Iowa yeah. this week. So I think... I Purdue think, just caught a very good team. That's play, the team that we after thought an of emotionally year, after huge win. win on the road. Absolutely, I think they're somewhere in between the Iowa, how good they played against Iowa, and how bad they played against Nebraska, uh, Wisconsin. I think they're in between there. We know what Nebraska is. They are the real deal at yeah. being bad. <laughs> they, they're just an, they're just an average below average team, and they find again they new play, way. This is the thing, and I and I'm I've just discussed it with other Nebraska fans particularly family members, they just always play in the ballpark of their opponent. Yeah. Like, I mean, true. Like, you look at Illinois, played in the ballpark, lost. Then they lost to Oklahoma, close game. Lost to, um, gosh, who did they lose to right after that? Michigan. Michigan. Close game. Close game. Found a way to lose. Found a way to lose. And then the only game this year that has actually, I think, been over a one-score game was the Northwestern game, which I think we can just count as an outlier. Like, they had everything going in their direction. So the fact that it's actually now more than a touchdown, I mean, I love Purdue here. Love them. I mean, the fact that they're even seven-and-a-half-point dogs is shocking. I think, I mean, I'm not going to lie as a Nebraska fan. Pounding the Boilermakers. Let's and, go. And I also probably going to sprinkle a little on the money line there. That's good value. Absolutely. Great value there. Um, next pick. pick for me, um, I'm going with Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati's playing an awful defense in Tulane. Tulane's defense gives up, I think, 43 points a game. Now, uh, yeah, they have played some some decent teams here and there, but, I mean, they really overall, I mean, they're, I think, 1-6. 
Um, I think 90% of the bets are on Cincinnati here. Not a shock, but Cincinnati's coming off of a game where they could have lost. Or close enough where it could have cost them a chance it, of playing the... the um, Playing in the in the college football, college football playoff, absolutely. Um, Tulane last they played SMU last week. Good offense, gave up fifty five points. Uh, scored twenty six points two weeks ago. Played Houston, good defense. Not even really a great offense. Gave up forty points the week before. Played ECU, gave up fifty two points. I think Cincinnati they got their free one right. You never go through a whole year and say, wow, we played 12 perfect games and had zero letdown, had zero scare. You just don't do it. It doesn't matter who you are. You just hope you leave those games with wins. I expect Cincinnati to win this game by 35 points. Yeah, and it's one of those games where as a coach, a coach lo- I think Aaron Rodgers said it, coach loves it because we didn't play well, but we still win. So the coach got the win, but he also has a lot to say. And yeah. he, could, he could get on the guys and have them be ready the next week. So And you can they, still play loose because you're still in a position. You're still in the seat to, yep. to control your own destiny. But now they, they know they cannot have let down games. Even if it results in a W, they know the position they're in yep. being a group of five school. All right. My fifth pick is I'm sticking with the team. They didn't cover last week. They actually – I had them as I was like three-point or something like that, and they lost by 10. So it wasn't really great. But University of South Alabama – I had them two weeks before that. I've taken three straight weeks. I, I, I don't know what happened that ULM game. They were driving. They just couldn't get a stop. Um, they could not get a stop against uh, ULM. But I like them here against Arkansas State. Arkansas State's one of the worst teams in in the country. Um, their defense gives up nearly 600 yards of offense, 45 points a game. South Alabama can score. Their defense is a little better. Now, Arkansas's offense puts up a billion points soon. They throw the ball a thousand times. But... They're not very good, and the reason why they're throwing the ball a thousand times is, I think, because they're just behind a lot. Yeah. They're behind a lot of games. They, they just give to. up. They just have to. They're they're down double double scores every single time. This is at eight and a half now. It's at South Alabama, so they get to be home. Um, I really like them again. The Jaguars. I I love their coaching staff. I don't know why. I'm just I'm just fixated on this team, but I I think I. Was riding them last week. ULM, I thought, was really bad. But apparently, they're a little better than we thought. Obviously, beating uh, Liberty the week before, I thought that was a fluke. But apparently, they're, they're, they are a little better. But Arkansas State is bad. They are terrible. Very bad. Um, so, they lose. They get killed by everyone. So, I love um, South Alabama. Nice. Uh, my next game for me is, is the Oregon-Colorado game under 49 points. Um, I'm not a huge early-in-the-week over-under guy, but... I've been following the Pac-12 more, mostly because of this show and just because they have the later games and it's like, you know, not many games left. So I've been watching a lot of Colorado. Colorado's offense, in my opinion, stinks. In the last five weeks, they scored three points against Cal. They scored, th- they won 34-0 against Arizona. I think it was 6-0 midway through the third. They had a punt touch, punt block for a touchdown and I think a pick six, like back-to-back plays to open that game up. So really it was like six points like yeah. at halftime. And then they scored 14 against USC, 13 against ASU, zero against Minnesota. Um, Oregon, I, you know, just looking at the the team statistics here, the, this, the strong suit of Colorado's offense is their rushing yards. The strong suit of Oregon's defense is their rushing yards allowed. They're both their weaknesses. Oregon's defense is the secondary and uh, Oregon's offense, 
weakness is passing yards. So yeah. I fully expect Colorado to be limited to less than 14 points. I think um, Oregon scores 28. I think this game stays truthfully under 45 total points. And um, I would be just seeing how the weather has been. The, the, the fall is happening. Eugene, the weather can be is nice. Is it 49 the, or 45? 49. Okay. So Eugene, well, this time of year, the weather can start to turn. Um, you just never know. It gets colder. Yeah. One thing that worries about me worries me in in this game is, or Oregon came off a big win against you said where they were actually underdogs. Yep. Their hope to go to the playoffs is still alive, so obviously they have that playing for them. Every time they have a a bum team come into town, they got to beat the crap out of them. They have to, but when they recently have teams that they're favored by double digits, 14, 20 points, they like leave it close and then they score like those late touchdowns late. Yeah, like what would get me nervous about th- this game is. Oregon could win one. They could probably beat Colorado fifty-five nothing if they want to do a garbage yeah. time touchdown by Colorado against like their third string. But like all of a sudden, you're looking at the score and it's you know it's like twenty-one seventeen or twenty-seven seventeen, and you're sitting there going, "Oh man, this game's actually close." And then Oregon being like, "All right, we're gonna score this late touchdown to definitely put it out of reach yeah. at seventeen, and then puts it over at like fifty-two or something." That's the only thing that like Oregon just Colorado stinks, but like. They just came off the win. Are they going to be up for the game? Do they just give up an early touchdown to Colorado for whatever reason? Um, or do they just get out there and they blow them and win 55 to nothing? Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's the thing. I just don't think um, Oregon's offense is the 55-point Oregon offense that we come to know and love. Yeah. You know, the, the 10 they're years injured. ago. They're injured. Yeah, they're banged up. I mean, I think, obviously, they still have hopes of the playoff. They are, you know, number seven in the country and, you know, Winning Pac-12, I mean, sure they could uh, be a eleven and one team and and sneak in there, but I just Colorado's offense has proven nothing to me. Um, I mean, they scored three points against Cal. They've you know been goose egged. They've I just I'm not impressed. Um, I think it's still a lot of points. If it drops down any more than forty nine, I'd I'd probably say stay away because, like you said, you get these blowouts and starters stay in against third strings and. Yeah, you just chaos happens at that point. So Colorado keeps their first string against the third string to try to get like a newspaper. Score yeah, it exactly. Look as bad. Um, my last pick of the day. We're going back to the uh, SEC. We have Kentucky minus one heading to Mississippi State. I, I hate doing this. I hate doing the transitive property where we look at like, well, Kentucky played LSU and beat them by twenty-one, and Mississippi State lost to them. Well, that's really their only common opponents. But what I'm also going to look at is Kentucky played Georgia and lost 30 to 13. They covered that game. Barely. Mississippi barely. Mississippi State only big game against a big team was Bama. Was Bama and they lost 44 to nine or nine. six or something? Yeah. So they got absolutely wrong. Now here's the thing with these two teams: Kentucky and Mississippi State. They do play close games. Kentucky has beaten Florida. Mississippi State hasn't really beaten anyone like good, good that came in with like a lot of hope. A and M, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot. You're right, A and M. A and M did like after that week though. They've changed their complete Every, offense. Every, they've they've done team. everything. So um, Kentucky's defense is a statistically they're very similar on both sides of the ball. Their defense, I believe, in Kentucky is a tad, tad bit better. Mississippi's passing game is better than Kentucky, but Kentucky has a r- edge in the running game. But this is a common. Kentucky's defense can stop the run. Kentucky uh, or Mississippi State's defense can stop the run. Kentucky's strength is they rather run the ball. 
No, right? No, no, false. False. I am actually shocked while I read this, and I don't know how accurate this is. We're on an app um, that, you know, focuses on all the trends. Offensively ranked, Kentucky is second in yards passing. Is that efficiency? I'm, it just says passing yards. And I, we're going to do a little research here because Mississippi State's weakness is passing yards allowed. Now, Kentucky's rushing yards is 80th in offensive rank. And defensive rank, Mississippi State's 54th, which is a little above average, while 80th is a little below average. Um, so I'm we're, we're doing a little more research on that. If this is also a game I've chose, so we can spend a little more time on it. Yeah. Um, you know, I also think that with Kentucky coming off a bye in a loss, we will see a good performance by Kentucky. They're going to be healed up. They're going to be fresh. Um, now, granted, Mississippi State did play Vanderbilt. What we got? We got a finger up. K- Kentucky's offense passing yards is ninety six point nine. Kentucky's passing yards. Yep, can passing yards a game. The rushing yards a game is one hundred and ninety. They so they they offensive gives up, scores or has three hundred nearly ninety yards. Mississippi State. Maybe you look at Mississippi State side. No, no, they, they might have it back. They, they, uh, they I don't might know. have it different. That messed up there. Mississippi State's offense puts up three hundred seventy-four yards. Right. So look, Kentucky. So or this Mississippi must be State, backwards. Yeah, Mississippi State. Uh's defense gives up ninety-three rushing yards a game. So they are very good against the rush. Where Kentucky really wants to run the ball, one hundred ninety yards rushing a game. Right. Where Mississippi, Kentucky's defense is stopping the run, but they give up more passing yards. Can, Mississippi State is very that. good at passing, right? So here's the thing. These are basically, I think, strength on strength. Their strength, Mississippi State's defense, is running, stopping the run. Kentucky wants to run the ball, all right? Kentucky's defense is pretty good at stopping the run. Mississippi State's not going to run it, but they, can, they want to throw the ball 100 times a game. And so Kentucky's defensive backs, I think, are very good. They can, can they stop the run? I think they, or the pass? I think they can. But this is a common, your strengths versus our strengths, whose strengths holds up better. And then can the weaknesses be held, can a team exploit the other team's weakness? Or can they basically make one of their weaknesses become a strength in this game to set them apart? Uh, it's, a, it's basically a pick them. It's Kentucky minus one. I'm going to take the better team. I don't care that it's on the road. All right, common opponents and strength of opponents. Um, I like Kentucky. They just always, this team, for whatever reason, Kentucky is a team that I think always just pulls it out. They just somehow, they play these close games, but they just pull it out. They find a way to win. And if, when, it's, when you get basically a pick I'm going to take the team that always finds a way to win. Where Mississippi State in close games struggles sometimes. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't know how what these stats I'm reading are because now all of what I've been saying, I just feel absolutely bamboozled. I feel bamboozled because I mean you're you're seeing what I'm seeing. It makes no sense. Passing yards, there's no way they have second in passing yards. If they were second in passing yards, and they'd be like the best team ever. I know, but that's what they don't pass the ball. They run the ball. Yeah, so that that's just I don't know what's up with that. Um, it weird. makes me feel good about myself. All right, and that's your also pick. You're on that's Kentucky. Also, I'm also on Kentucky. All right, so we have two half. picks. We were on the same. We differ in some other areas, um, but. Now we're moving on to the new part of our... Of the Picard Pick 6. The Picard Pick 6. It's going to be the uh, six picks between us, three each. We have different picks. We're going to talk about them. We do know these picks, so we can give our sights, thoughts into them. Um, but it's the NFL. 
All right, again, he's much better NFL gambler, so I listen to his over mine. Uh, I dabble with it, but I I, you know, I kind of follow the Patriots a little bit, uh, or, or a lot. I follow my team. Yeah. Um, I, I bet on some games. I bet on a lot of games just for fun, uh, to have some skin in the game, and if there's something I, I see. But uh, I'm going to start handicapping a lot better, watching these games. I got the NFL red zone now. I got the NFL package. So I'll be watching a lot of games. Um trying to find trends because I'm a trend guy. I told you the highest over, over, under. They really don't have that in the NFL as much because they're so smaller uh, spreads. Yeah. Spreads but, are always going to be pretty close. Yeah. Other but, than this week and last week. What I'll try to do is I'll find some trends and I'll bring them to you guys. I'll share where the money's at for a lot of NFL games. But my first pick is Dallas Cowboys heading to Minnesota. They're minus two and a half. I am taking the Dallas Cowboys. I, I think that people still think this is Dallas Cowboys from like three years ago that are going to go eight and eight. And they, the, Dak Prescott is very freaking good. This offense ru- is unbelievable. The defense obviously struggles, but like Trayvon Diggs, I think, is like the candidate for defensive player of the year right now. Easily. And and they get enough stops. They, they're winning the game. They, yeah. they just score so well. Um, no, I like it. And they're, I think they're undefeated against the spread, too, so you really can't argue with that stat. Um, they're good. They're overperforming still. Um, I mean, there's. I think everyone's just used to a, a cowboy regression that is almost inevitable. Maybe it doesn't come this year. I don't think it happens this Sunday. One thing to play, you know, devil's advocate. Vikings just play close games. It's a tough play. I think it's in Minnesota as it's well. It's in Minnesota. But being two and a half, love the Cowboys. If it got over a field goal, I'd say, uh, maybe. Kirk Cowboys. Cousins is cruising. Cowboys Dalton are coming Cook's off. Healthy. Cowboys are coming off a bye. Yeah. No, I agree. I think... So. Uh, I think Cowboys win this game. I do think the Vikings are better than their three and three record, but I think Cowboys win by a touchdown. You're right because uh, they should have bet should, should beat the Cardinals. Should have beat the Cardinals. Should be yeah. four and two at, at worst. Yeah. But you know what? It is what it is. It's the NFL. They probably won a game that they shouldn't have won too. So yep. uh, my first game I'm getting into, and and you'll see a trend with me this week. It's just because um, these are actually teams I, I kind of watched a decent bit so far this year. But it's Bengals minus ten against the Jets now. I don't know who is starting for at quarterback for the Jets on Sunday. Could be I, Joe Flacco. It could be Joe Flacco, who they just traded for. Before that, who was their backup? Mike White from Western Ex- Kentucky. Exactly. So ex- my point exactly is the Jets just gave up like a 50-burger to the Patriots. Now, that's impressive, obviously, for the Patriots. The Jets just stink. You know, it's it's unfortunate. It's the reality. But the Bengals, this, is, this isn't just a, I'm betting against the Jets. No, I believe in the Bengals. Uh, you, the Bengals. Does it get you worried that the Bengals are coming off maybe their biggest win in our lifetime right now, yeah. like regular season win against a rival to go in first place, that they're going to have a letdown spot? No, I don't okay. think so, purely because when your athletes are just that much superior and your team is clicking that much more, both offensively and their defense is good, too. Um they held a great Baltimore offense to 17 points, beat them by 24, beat the Detroit Lions by 23, lost in an electric game to the to the Packers. I just think you look at those three games, they very well could have beat the Packers, as, as you know, but I think they're clicking. I think they believe in it. They've got an electric wide receiver in Jamar Chase that spreads the field. The Jets just stink. That's uh, just all there is to say. That transition to my next pick. Cincinnati team over 26 and a half. Love that. Very pick. simple. Very simple. I There's not much to say other than what I just said. You could just say ditto. That's it. We're going into it. Give your second pick. I don't My second much. pick, um, I'm going with uh, LA Rams. I believe right now 
It is at minus 14 and a half. Um, Rams played pretty poor on Sunday. Um, they, they only beat the Lions by nine. And in a weird reunion game with the Matt Stafford, Jared Goff, very strange. The, every team that starts the season 0-5, 1-6, should play how the Lions played, which is basically I'm a 12-year-old playing Madden. Yep. Go for it on fourth, kick onside kicks. The fake. only thing they could do that I would really appreciate is if they rage quit games because that would be yeah. fucking hilarious. <laughs> like Dan Campbell's like, no, nope, we're done. Yeah. We're done. Yeah, we're we out. lost. We're done. But uh, no, and, it, and it, obviously the Rams are legit. They played a poor game last week as a uh, big. They put, I mean, they were 16 and a half point favorites against the Lions, which I think the Lions are a much better team than the Texans right now. Um, so that's kind of a shocking spread to me. But with that said, Houston, over the last uh, couple of weeks, they've scored five points, three points. They had an, what I consider an outlier game against New England, scored 22 points, but brought in a lot of trickery for those 22 points, scored zero points and nine points. Yeah. So four of the five games, the three of the five games, they didn't score more than five points. They scored nine. I see this being a 31 to, to six game, 31 to maybe outlier 14. Um, I think the Rams just cruise by. Until until Houston figures out what they're doing on offense, yeah, no, they stink. They, they stink. stink. They it's just it's it's too bad because the NFL it, it's just a bad pro- it's just a bad product that there's no immediate fix with the whole Deshaun Watson scenario. But he might be out the door before we know it here this week. And uh, Rams minus fourteen and a half. I am toggled between my last pick now um, because I'm going to go against my favorite team. <sighs> Heartbreaking. And I don't know if that's bad juju because I think what's going to happen is my team will still lose, but they'll cover, and I'm going to give a bad pick. Why don't you give your third pick while I think about this? All right. So my third pick, and I'm just going to just throw it out there to you guys because we do have a couple minutes here still. Uh, I'm between two picks. It's Bucks minus five, Bills minus 13 and a half. Now, Bucks, they are rolling. They are cruising. They're going to play a much better defense this week than they've been playing in the past. But even the Bears' defense that they just annihilated and put up like a million touchdowns in the first half. Are you talking about the Bucks right now? Yeah, yeah. That was between, between what I was going to take and the Bucks. That's our free pick for you guys. We're free pick six, of the week. Free pick, Bucks minus five. We want to talk about it. Saints love stink. It. Go. Saints Bills. stink. I love it. So that's that's your pick. Take it. I'm taking Bills minus 13 and a half. They're playing the Dolphins. The Dolphins don't know what they're doing. Now, I think they might have won or something last week. It didn't even matter because they played Bills? a... Bills? Or no. Bills the, uh, Miami. No, Miami. No, Miami did not win. Sorry. I Miami stink. They Miami lost stinks. The they lost to They lost to the Jag, Jags. They just lost to Atlanta. They lost to Tampa Bay. They lost to Indianapolis. They lost to Las Vegas. They lose to everybody. But I think they're coming... The only, the only team out of those five that are is actually a good team is Tampa Bay. And then they lost to Indianapolis, which is a good team. They lost to them by 10. Buffalo, with their offense and defense. Coming off a bye. Coming off a bye. Coming, off a, coming off a loss as well. And the only reason they lost is because they played Derrick Henry. Let's just be real. Call it what it is. They played, you know, when you're the Titans gave them trouble last year They're as gonna well. They're going to be up. The Dolphins cannot play. The Dolphins can't throw the fuck. The, the Dolphins cannot throw the football. And the Bills secondary the Bills is legit. very good. And if they can't establish, get an early run, like they're going to be in yeah. third and long all day. The the Bills, the Bills, the last five weeks actually take away the Tennessee game. They won by eighteen against the Chiefs, won forty to zero against Houston, won by twenty two against the Redskins, and not to mention they beat the Miami Dolphins thirty five to zero. I yeah. don't know if that was with two or not because it was like week two. 
So I, mean, I don't it's not like Tua is good. Yeah, exactly. There's no way that the, Tua is a three touchdown difference, in my yep. opinion. And that was in Miami. Now they're All going right. to break some freaking tables. So let Bills minus 13 and a half. All right. My, so the free pick was a Tampa. We give you guys that. We're not going to put it on the card, but that's just a free pick. If you listen, you get that free pick for We're free. Actually, I think we're going to do something. Once a week, we are going to have a, a unanimous, because as you can see over the last couple of weeks, we've had a unanimous a couple where we both like this week it was Kentucky yep. also the Bucks we're going to do a unanimous pick to see when the stars align the one pick that we are feeling so confident about the record on that and this week week Wait. one of that pick Bucks, is Bucks my, minus five and we won't we're not even going to put it on the car for all you, you actually have to listen to get that pick you have to listen to this podcast to get that pick the free pick all right my pick now is it's the charger I'm going to keep this in under a minute two minutes Chargers minus five and a half playing the Patriots. The Patriots love this team to death. It's tough to go against Bill, but they do not. They've beaten the Jets twice. Now they killed them. The Jets twice, and they barely beat the Texans. They have three wins. Now they play the Cowboys close. They play the Bucks close. They fumble the ball against Miami going into the goal line, right? So they could easily have more wins. But here's the thing is those close games were against the Bucks in, in crappy weather, against the Cowboys at home. They're going East Coast to West Coast. The Chargers are coming off a, off a loss. And a bye. And a bye. A loss and a bye. They are a very good team. Justin Herbert is a very good quarterback. He's might be top five in odds right now for the MVP. I think our defensive secondary is not doing too well, other than J.C. Jackson. Uh, Jonathan Joseph's out for the year, shoulder surgery. We have a good pass rush, but that's about it. They can throw the ball all day. Our offense is okay. It's We don't have any great players on offense. Mac Jones played well, but again, it's the Jets. So if you took a name off the Patriots, and I looked at this right now, I think the Patriots' name is making it not as much as five and a half. I think it would be like a nine-point game with these two teams, seven, eight, you know? But And an East Coast team going West Coast across the country flight. So I will say Chargers minus five and a half. So there are your picks. I'll wrap mine up right now. I'll do them really quickly. We'll keep this under a minute for our picks. So I have Michigan minus four and a half, Rutgers minus one and a half, Charlotte, Western Kentucky under 73, Purdue plus seven and a half, South Alabama minus eight and a half, Kentucky minus one for my college picks. College picks. My college picks, I got Iowa State minus seven, Kentucky minus one and a half, Pitt minus nine, Oregon under 49, Michigan minus four and a half, and Cincy minus 24 and a half. My NFL picks, Dallas minus two and a half, Cincy Team total over 26.5, Chargers minus 5.5. And And my NFL picks are Bengals minus 10, Rams minus 14.5, Bills minus 13.5. I think this weekend the public eats. Let's go. Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Listen, download, subscribe. New stuff coming towards you guys. More work. We're going to be on YouTube soon so you can watch us, so you can see our beautiful, ugly faces on TV. Thanks.